What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? If you had all the money, all the time, all the knowledge, all the resources that you needed? What would you do with your life if you simply knew that anything was possible for you? My name is Christina Carlson, founder of Global Swedish Design and stationery brand Kiki K, and author of the book Your Dream Life Starts Here. And I love exploring these sorts of questions to inspire people to dream. Before I started Kiki K, I had a dream that I could bring Swedish design to the world to create beautiful products that bring sparks of joy into the everyday lives of millions. Now that I have achieved that dream, I want to help you dream big. I want to create a global movement to inspire 101 million dreamers to transform their lives and transform the world in return. Each episode, I'll be talking to some of the world's most inspiring people, exploring the powerful impact that dreaming has had on their lives. We'll be diving deep into the power of dreaming with real insights and ideas that you can use immediately to build a dream life of your own, whatever that means for you. Hi there, and welcome back to another episode. As you may know, I'm doing Mindful in May. In Mindful in May, it's all about being a bit more mindful. And I think most of us want to be a bit more mindful. So today I'm going to share some of my tips on how to get a bit more mindful and share some of the things that I have noticed since joining Mindful in May and since I have been doing all the exercises in our new mindfulness journal. I'm hoping by sharing this, there will be some tips and practices that you can start practicing in your own life. So let's get started. Number one, start every day with five deep breaths. As soon as you wake up, before grabbing your phone or do anything else, take five deep breaths. It's so simple and such a beautiful way of starting the day. I do this and then I also, at the same time, think about five things I'm grateful for. Simple things like a good night's sleep, being in a warm house inside, the day ahead. I'm often really grateful for all the things that I get to do in my new business. I'm also grateful for the walk I'm about to go to, to simply be alive. There are some things that I think about when I do my five deep breaths. There are a million things to be grateful for. It's a beautiful habit to get into. But saying that, start with just the five deep breaths and then add the gratefulness once you got into the habit of doing the five breaths as soon as you wake up. Number two, meditation. I actually think it's essential to meditate in today's connected world, to disconnect and go inwards just for a few minutes a day. Before we were so addicted to our phones, we had moments where we did nothing, had to wait, and we even had to get bored sometimes. That's no longer the case. We are constantly on the phones, so meditation is more important than ever in my view. In Mindful in May, we are encouraged to meditate 10 minutes a day, and Dr. Elise Bellevue, who is the founder of Mindful in May has done research that shows that just 10 minutes a day makes a difference. 
As I'm already a meditator, this isn't so hard for me as I meditate daily already. But what it has done is to introduce me to a variety of different guided meditations and meditation teachers, which has been so great as I tend to do the same ones all the time, or I often do them in silence. But if 10 minutes is too long for you, and if you are new to meditation, just start with two minutes. It's more important to get into the habit of doing daily meditation than doing one long one every now and then. So just start with two minutes. I think we can all manage two minutes. And I often get asked why I meditate. And I often answer, I don't meditate to get better at meditating. I meditate to get better at life and cope with all the enormous amount of things that we want to get through in a day, in a week, in a month, in a year, and in our lifetime. Mindfulness is a skill that can strengthen our inner resources to better cope with the inevitable demands of being a human being. More than just a nice to have, it's become an essential skill that we need to help us navigate these increasingly complex times. Number three, walking. If you are a frequent listener to my podcast, this will not come as a surprise. I just love walking. I love connecting with nature and it does without doubt make me much more mindful. And if you set an intention when you go for a walk to be more mindful or even to do a mindful walk, it's even better. I start every day with a walk because I just love it. It clears my head. It makes me more inspired, grateful and more mindful. The walking is more for my head than moving my body, actually. It's an essential part of my day, and it definitely makes me more present and mindful. Number four, single-tasking versus multitasking. I know some of us, me included, thrive when we get lots done. But multitasking isn't great for our brains or if we want to be more mindful or even more productive. And while we think we are so much more productive, research says that multitasking can actually hamper your productivity by reducing your comprehension, attending, and overall performance. So if you are a multitasker, try the Pomodoro technique. You choose one thing that you will focus on for 25 minutes, or you can choose the time that suits you or the task. Just put on a timer and work on just one thing for 25 minutes, and that is it. It's a game changer if you are a multitasker and definitely worth trying. Number five, put your phone away. As mentioned before, most of us are addicted to our phones, and there is nothing more frustrating than catching up with a friend or people who are constantly checking their phone the whole time, and even worse, hearing the pings and notifications. But this is actually the same if you are on your own. Put your phone away and do your tasks focused. I'm not saying to never check your phone, of course, but do it intentionally and choose when you want to check your phone versus doing it out of habit. Once you start this, you will be much more mindful what you do with your time. Give it a go. Number six, choose one task a day and do it mindfully. This can be making your bed, drinking your coffee, or even driving. It sounds very easy, but it's much harder than you think. So give it a go as well. Number seven, journaling. 
again, this is probably not a surprise as I have spoken about how much I love journaling many, many times on this podcast and what a difference it has made to my life. When I have been interviewed over the years, I often get the question how I manage to work so much but avoid burnout. And my answer is always journaling. But that is a story for another podcast. I am extra excited because we have just launched a mindfulness journal in collaboration with Dr. Elise Bailview, who is the founder of Mindful in May. It's a one-month journal or 30 days, or you can obviously choose whenever you want to do it and for how long. And the aim is to reduce stress, improve your well-being and transform your life. So the journal are divided up in four weeks. In week one, we practice bringing our attention to the body and to our senses through the guided body scan and sound meditation, which is the first step to becoming more mindful. We also integrate mindfulness into daily activities by exploring how you can step into your senses, stay more embodied and present in your daily life. And in the journal, there is a link to all the guided meditations. Week two introduces a breath meditation to help us develop focus. You will discover daily practices that you can also bring to your work context in order to increase your effectiveness and productivity. Week three, we turn our attention inwards, exploring the landscape of thoughts and emotions. We will bring mindfulness to our relationships and discover how this practice can create greater connection to the people in our lives and to the world at large. Finally, in week four, we learn the loving kindness meditation, which helps us build connection and compassion in our lives. Then we finish the month with a guided happiness meditation that helps you develop a vision for your greater happiness. As mentioned, you will find guided meditation links to use throughout this journal. I think you will love this journal to help you with your mindfulness journey. You can choose a variety of covers in terms of designs and colors, and you can even personalize them with your name, which also makes it a lovely gift. I hope today's episode has been useful and that you are excited about adding some more mindfulness into your life. Please share in the private Facebook group what you will add to your life when it comes to mindfulness. As always, I will be back next week with another inspiring guest. So don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss it. I wish you a very mindful week. I'll see you next week.